Right now, though, uh, every Thursday we get a chance to wrap and get the state of the dubs with one of your favorite warriors. That is David Lee, and he's back with us. David, how you doing, buddy? Doing good. Doing good. Glad to get a win last night. No doubt. As you guys get back to even footing, uh, nice game out of you. Double-double five, uh, five times as well. And, and kind of a strange game where it, it was ugly, man. A lot, a lot of turnovers, but it, you got the win, but, but kind of a grimy win, which isn't the worst thing in the world, right? No question. No question. Once again, uh, I think, you know, our, our defense has gotten so much better. I think that's, we held them again to 43% shooting last night. And, and, uh, once again, another game that, that last year, the year before, we would have definitely lost because, you know, we didn't shoot the ball particularly well from outside. And uh, we were finding a way to just grind it out, though, and, and that's kind of mark of this new team. And, and I think that we haven't even played our best basketball yet. Steph and Clay haven't shot the ball well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can play a lot better, and, and Andrew Bogut's, you know, uh, still out right now. So we we got a lot of great basketball ahead of us. We're we're sitting at four and four, and, and that's pretty good with the teams we played thus far. David, we talk about chemistry a lot on this show, and this team has a lot of new parts. Jefferson. Bogut, Carl Landry, do you guys have complete synergy on the court yet, or is that still something you're working toward? I think what we do have, you know, we're still we're still learning how to play different lineups, and it's going to be still an adjustment when Bogut comes back uh, to 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 get everybody used to their roles and used to what their minutes will be and used to the rotations. But as far as off the court chemistry uh, to make this thing go smoother, uh, we have you know, the best group of guys that I've that I've been around in the league. Um, you know, easily in my eight years. So that's making things easier is that nobody cares at this point uh, who's getting, you know, who, who's who's scoring, who's the one, you know, that's, that's getting the job done. Uh, the only thing that's happening is what we're finding ways to get it done. So uh, so that's that's making it a lot easier. And, um, you know, that, that's where we got to go from here. How about Harrison Barnes? Uh, nice coming out party for the Rook. 19 points, 13 rebounds. Uh, you know, he, he's had some moments thus far, but certainly his best game. What, what do you see from Harrison, not just in the games, but in practice and off the court, his demeanor is, you know, as a young professional, uh, your thoughts as a teammate on Harrison Barnes? Uh, he, he's great. He's um, he's coming, you know, humble, ready to work. Uh, and uh, And he's a confident kid coming from North Carolina, you know how those North Carolina kids are always very, very confident. And that's, uh, and I'll tell you what, that's, that's huge coming in as a rookie because he's willing to take on big challenges. Uh, you know, and, and, and I think the biggest thing is got a good jump shot. The thing we just keep encouraging him to do is to mix it up between, between shooting that jump shot when it's going in and when he's struggling a little bit, take the ball to the rack because he's not only fast and explosive, but he's also strong. So he's able to draw fouls when he gets into the paint. And uh, and defensively, he's picking up you know more and more each game, and he's been doing a great job for us. So I thought, like you said, he had his best game as a pro last night, and I think he's just going to get better and better. So to David Lee here on the drive every Thursday, ninety-five seven the game as uh, the Dubs hopping on a plane for a three-game roadie, and and really three different teams: Minnesota without Rubio and Kevin Love, Oklahoma City certainly um, among the favorites to win a title, and Dallas, who they've really reshuffled the deck, but. They're not going quietly into the night. They're pretty good again. A, a, a very, very unique road trip with three different teams. How do you assess it, D? Yeah, you, you said it perfect. I think uh, the Timberwolves and Dallas are two teams that have surprised people early by their their ability to get victories being shorthanded without their best player. Um, and, and we're going to have to go in and, and execute. And, and Minnesota's going to be a game similar to last night's game, similar to a lot of these games we've played, and that rebounding is going to be paramount for us because if we can rebound the basketball, we're going to have a great chance to win because that's how they have been beating a lot of teams without hustling and out-rebounding teams. 
Um, and then Oklahoma City, as you know, is stacked, uh, and they're very good at home. But we're going to go in there and be aggressive like we were when we played the Clippers mm-hmm. and uh, give it our best shot there. And then Dallas is a similar game to uh, to the Timberwolves. The little things are going to determine whether we win or lose. Obviously, Dave, you're very familiar with Mike D'Antoni's system. So what do you think about how that's going to work for the Lakers? I mean, I, I think it's I think it's a great fit offensively for them. I think that with the with the weapons they have uh, and Steve Nash, I think it's going to be it's going to make them tough to stop offensively. I was a little surprised they went with Coach uh, Dan Tony just because you know when we were there playing them and Mike Brown had just been fired, the whole crowd is is chanting, "We want Phil, we want Phil." <laughs> So I find it hard to believe that that uh, a lot of times they didn't get you know they didn't get what they wanted I guess what the fans wanted initially. So uh, it was it was an interesting decision and and I'm sure there'll be plenty more made of it. But uh, you know Coach Santoni's a great coach. Uh, he has, he's an offensive genius and it's going to be uh, interesting to see how it works out from here on out. Uh, chanting we want Phil just like the old days when the Garden used to chant we want Isaiah huh Dave? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Be careful what you wish for, right? Understood. A little different. We we both lived through that. David Lee on the drive. And uh, Warriors eight games in. They got four wins. Beat the Hawks 92-88. Uh, David, as usual, double-double. Barnes was terrific. And you mentioned, you know, once Steph and, and Clay Thompson start to, uh, you know, hit stride and, and, and get a little more accurate, which they will because they're great shooters, things could really take off. I, I got a question for you about Clay Thompson. Um, because as long as Steph's ankle's okay, Steph's going to ball. I'm not worried about him. I like Clay quite a bit. We've discussed him a bit on the show. The one thing I worry about, and, and I don't know if I'm overreacting to this, he's almost emotionless. I, I want to see a little more. I know there's internal fire, but sometimes he's almost too passive for me, Dave. Is, is that fair? We, and we always had this conversation when we were both in New York with, about Wilson Chandler. Remember, yes, it's a yes. Similar conversation, like it's, it's yeah. Not, he's a he's a very uh, even keel kid. Uh, he's he's the exact same way, if not ten times that off the court. But I don't I say I don't think it's it's anything to worry about. Clay is uh, perhaps you know one of the best wing shooters in the entire year of basketball right now. Uh, he's a guy that that uh, that works his butt off, not only at shooting but at, at his overall craft. Mm-hmm. And uh, and you know I think it's it's you got to keep in mind he only played you know major minutes in about twenty five or thirty games last year, and he's coming in this year and he's he's still getting adjusted. We got a new team. Um, it wasn't like last year where he's going to get twenty five shots up a game uh, at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's. I think he's going to be great for us. I think he has been very good for us. Uh, and and you know what? If if all we're worried about is Steph and Clay making shots, then we have nothing to worry about this season because those guys are two of the best in the game at that. And you, and you mentioned Wilson Chandler. You you have removed the tooth uh, from from your arm, right? At this point, <laughs> it's tooth. Yeah, yeah. The majority of it, I think, is gone. <laughs> hey, Dave, I wanted to play something for you. We had Charles Barkley on the show the other day, and and we were talking about you know general NBA stuff. And of course, we got to your team, and we talked a little a little bit about Steph Curry. And a little bit about Andrew Bogut, and I want I want to play you right now. It's it's a short clip. What Barkley said about Bogut, and then I want to get your honest reaction as a teammate. Here's Charles. His injuries were so major, he's never going to be able to get back to where he was. And I hate that because he seems like a great kid, and I wish him the best. But I don't ever think he can get back to that All Star level where he was in Milwaukee. Is that off base, Dave? You're around Bogut every day. I think I think it's off base. I think that I think first of all, the encouraging thing, and we've talked about it before on the show, is that he doesn't have injuries like knee tendonitis or things that that are chronic. He had he has had two bad episodes where he's gotten major injuries. Um, his ankle, uh, from everything I've heard from our doctors, our training staff, is something that 
going to take a little bit of time, but he's going to be back and he's going to be as good as ever. And uh, it's not like we're talking about a 35-year-old coming back from an ankle issue. The kid is, you know, is is 26, I believe, um, and, and he's going to be just fine. I, I I hope it's sooner rather than later because we need the big fella and he's a huge part of what we do. Um, and he's going to be a huge part of it, you know, in the future here. So I hope it's sooner rather than later. But uh, I think he's going to be just fine. So all. I see where Charles is coming from, but I'll, I'll disagree with it. Okay. Hey, get that deck of cards ready. I, I know you're hopping on the plane, and I know you, <laughs> you probably get a little game no, you going know what? You know what, BT? Not a card-playing team, man. Not what? We're, we're a movie-watching and TV-show-watching team. Are you? Are, no, wait, hold on. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, uh, I know, BT. That's my, that's my, that's my, my secondary source of, of, of fun uh, <laughs> You know, during the season. And it, income. It's a poker game. Not a <laughs> poker-playing team. So we'll have to... Find new fun on the plane. Now you're not just saying that. You you really mean that? You know, I would tell you, man. There's no card game on the plane. None. Ah, oh, dude, that is weak. Come on, Lee. You're a veteran. Step it up on that plane already. I man. know. I know. I got to organize. I'm gonna feel like if I organize the card game and win it, it's gonna look like collusion. Oh, boy, that's true. Hey, have a safe flight. Go beat the T Wolves. We'll talk to you next week, Dave. Thanks, Dave. All right, thanks. That guy on the Knicks. Charge.